You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. For Panther fans who want to keep pounding. For the war, 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 what is up, Carolina Panthers fans? Welcome in to the next episode of Views from Mint Street, your only required Carolina Panthers podcast. There's a lot of good ones out there, ladies and gentlemen, but you picked the correct one. Welcome in. We are glad to have you with us as we recap the final preseason game of the year. Your Carolina Panthers step up and step out a 21-0 win over the Buffalo backups. We're going to get into that here in just a minute, but let's introduce our show, uh, ourselves, shall we? Of course we shall. My name is Rob Brown, host of the Rob Brown Show, based out of beautiful Greenville, South Carolina, and joining me, as always, the seductive stylings of the one and only co-host and executive producer, Mr. Lonzo Reitzel. We are glad to have you along for another ride. And let's go ahead and jump right in, ladies and gentlemen. Again, 21 nothing. your final score. A TD in the first, second, and third quarters. The first two of them contributed by Baker Mayfield on throws. The last one, of course, who else would it be but Sammy D, Sam Darnold, with the stiff-arm TD run to jam it in off the left-hand side. Those are three TDs. That all the difference. And we're going to get into the breakdown, some things that we picked out about this game over the next 42 minutes or so. But before we get into that, Lonzo, just your overall thoughts on Carolina being able to shut out Buffalo. It was the backups for the Bills, but a shutout at the NFL level, nonetheless, something that I assume Matt Rule and company are going to be very excited about. You know, that I think that's the word, excitement. Uh, so it, it's like when, you know, you're leaning in for that very first kiss and you don't know, you don't know if, if she's into it too, and then she is. It's that sort of thing. It's like walking out on stage for the very first time if you're in a band. It's it's like walking out on the field for the very first time. If, if you're playing football, that's what it felt like. It felt so exciting. Don't have to worry about, quarterback battle it's been decided we already knew that anyway but finally they decided to tell everybody that it is baker mayfield and he came out and uh looked like what we hoped he would look like commanding everything confidence swagger and i uh there's a quiet excitement around panther fans eventually everybody else is going to feel it too because there's something about this season they're not giving the Panthers a shot to do anything, and that's when you can have the most fun as a team. Yeah, I think excitement is the word, right? Like, And you said it a minute ago in our last episode before when we were previewing this game, I said, look, Baker has been good. 
He's been okay. And that's exactly what I wanted, right? Yeah, it'd have been nice for him to come out and excel, but I needed him to show me that he has a competence about the offense. Well, this weekend, he came out and he showed that he very much has a competence about it. And in some spots, especially after the interception turned into a very quick touchdown with short yardage, good field position, show me that he understands the offense and he does have a command over it. Now, he was 9 of 15, but he had a couple that hit hands and went to the turf, things that are going to be cleaned up once we get into a regular season rhythm, a regular season routine. 89 yards, a pair of touchdowns, no interceptions, did not take any sacks at all. All I wanted to see out of Baker in the preseason was that he has taken McAdoo's offense, he's put it in the old noggin, and he knows how to go out there and make the correct decisions. And going back and re-watching that game a couple of times after it happened, there wasn't really a spot to me, Lonzo, where it looked like Baker Mayfield was in over his depth. There wasn't really a spot to me that it looked like Baker Mayfield was incorrectly making reads or or making poor decisions or trying to do too much on his own, which when you got a guy who has a chip on his shoulder and as much as Baker might say, you know, I'm not a robot, but it's also not driving me. We know Baker. We've seen Baker's personality. If he's going to sit here and tell me there's not a chip on his shoulder, man, I don't believe you, Bake, with all due respect. But sometimes when a player has that chip on his shoulder, they might try to do too much. They might try to take over. They might try to go, I'm going to make this about me, about my vengeance. Now, obviously, that is going to be much different on September 11th when they take on the Cleveland Browns in the bank. And you wonder if that mentality changes. But Zoe, in this preseason game, really in the last two preseason games, but certainly in this one, after we became aware that Baker Mayfield is QB1, I didn't see that out of the guy. I saw a quarterback making the right reads, making the right decisions, staying out of trouble, getting the ball down the field, even if it meant checkdowns. Had a couple of big shots down the field that worked out, one or two that did not. I saw a guy who was taking command of the offense, and that's what I want to see out of BM6. So you talk about a chip on his shoulder. I hope he keeps that all year long. But his other shoulder, that other shoulder, that's the shoulder he had to keep looking over. He had to keep looking over. And there was uh, Sam Darnold right there over that shoulder. He doesn't have to look there anymore because the starting job is his. And I'm sure he had confidence the whole time when he came in that he was going to be the starter. But still in the back of your mind, there's Sam. And and there's there's a coach, coach rule saying that it was a competition. So when you finally don't have to worry about that other shoulder and you're good, you can come out and take command and do what he did. Uh, man, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, no, I, th- I think you're spot on, right? Like, I-, I-, I agree with you. I got no doubt that Baker Mayfield showed up in Charlotte working under the assumption, as you and me and a lot of other folks did, that he was QB1. It was just a number of days until he got he got his coronation as QB1. But then we started having to ask the question, why aren't they naming him, uh, naming him QB1? Why is he not QB1 yet? Why are we waiting not for the decision because I, 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 along with a handful of other big talking heads, think that that decision had been made a number of days before it was announced, but they were taking some time. We saw, I think David Newton from ESPN was one of the guys who said that the announcement came late because they wanted Baker to feel like he had to earn the job. I think that they wanted Darnold to feel like, okay, I do have a chance to take this job. 
I think they wanted the team not to have that, uh, the mentality that Baker was going to come in and it's like, okay, everybody listen to number six. Like he's the new guy because there is that cohesiveness and that chemistry that had been developed in the locker room through the off season leading up to the acquisition of Baker Mayfield right before camp. But you got to wonder whether Baker believed he was never really in doubt or not. When it came down to it, he had to consider, I think, all right, Sam Darnold is in my back pocket, right? There's a quarterback sitting right over my shoulder that I've got to consider the possibility that he could take over this spot. And he had to go out there and compete. And, and again, I think in the last preseason game, even though we only saw a series and a half effectively out of Baker, he did that. I think last night when they sent him out there for the first and a chunk of the second quarter, we saw that. But we also saw Sam Darnold come in, and while he wasn't necessarily as effective with the passes, Baker, he had a couple of big plays. I mean, I thought he executed that fake handoff before he took off on a QB sprint to the left and threw a nasty little stiff arm. I mean, talking Madden 2023 or right trigger amount of stiff arm. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I thought Sam looked confident and competent. That, of course, obviously, before he went down with the what's being declared an ankle sprain. And we're going to get into that here in just a minute because there really are three injuries that came out of that game that could have an impact on week one. And we'll talk about that here in just a minute. But, you know, I, I think now that he knows he's QB1, now that he knows that Sam Darnold is holding the clipboard and there's no threat that he takes the job, I thought Baker Mayfield came out, frankly, Lonzo, Look like a uh, look like a guy who knew what the hell he was doing, and and that's that's what I needed out of preseason game number three. Now he's got two weeks to watch film, two more weeks to study books, uh, two more weeks to get prepared, and now you hope that you get the same Baker Mayfield stepping out against Cleveland in Week One. You know something else you got to keep in mind. You talked about how he's playing Buffaloes twos and threes, but at the same time, the starting receivers for the Carolina Panthers were not out there. So he was he was playing with not really, I mean, not really backups, but but guys who are going to get some playing time, and they all look good. They did. Um, and we're going to talk more about, about Shai Smith and what kind of season we think he's going to have because we uh, said his praises last week, and, and it's only going up. It definitely is only going up. But uh, I want to talk about Chuba Hubbard for a second. Sure. All right. I really got a problem with Chuba Hubbard. Because a couple of those passes that were missed that uh, go as incompletions for Baker Mayfield was on Chuba Hubbard. Now, I know more than likely he's not going to be that guy out there uh, catching those passes. The very first one, he was wide open. There was no one around him. It was a beautiful pass, and he just dropped it. Now, you can blame it on the weather because they did have a lightning delay. A lot of that was going around the Carolinas. Friday night and uh, they had a lightning delay. So it took them a while to get out there and maybe there was a little bit of wetness going on, but you got to catch that ball. And the second time he dropped it, the reason why I want to bring this up is it was a Baker Mayfield pass 
that was precise and beautiful in between two defenders. And Steve Smith on the TV broadcast had was saying that not everybody can make that throw. He also said what I said watching it on the couch is that Christian McCaffrey would have caught that ball uh, because it was, it was in Chuba Hubbard's hands. And those are the things that I'm concerned about Chuba. He's not going to be the every down back, but he's going to get a lot of playing time. And when he's in there, he's got to catch the ball, especially that wide open one. And maybe I cut him a little bit of slack on the other one, but what a beautiful ball by Baker Mayfield. And yeah, Christian would have caught that all day. Yeah, there were there was another pass out. Uh, it, it was, and I'm I'm trying I'm blanking on who it was to. It it may have been uh, it may oh, who was it? I want to say maybe it was Stephen Sullivan. I don't remember, but uh, Baker threw the ball. I mean, beautifully in a in a very tight window between two DBs, right into the shoulder pads of his of his receiver, and it went to the turf. I, I think you're. Baker Mayfield's passing numbers, 9 of 15. Honestly, Lonzo probably should have looked more like 13 for 15 for about a buck 10 instead of 9 of 15 for 89. But the good news is you now know that Baker Mayfield's got that ball in him, right? Like he's got that pass. He knows how to make that pass. And I'm I'm comfortable saying that I'm comfortable with with what we saw out of Baker. Those numbers honestly could have been better, but but I agree with you. I mean, listen, Chuba Hubbard is going to have a a hefty role with this team, no doubt about it. Chuba Hubbard is going to have a lot of pressure on him because a you know we we've talked about this quite a bit to the point that I kind of feel like we're beating a dead horse over it, but. I I don't think you can have McCaffrey take as much contact this year as you have in years past. It's going to really get under the skin of some fantasy football owners, but I think you got to kind of limit the touches. And, and that means I need to know that I can rely on Chuba Hubbard to step up in different spots and, and be able to be able to be trusted to catch balls out of the backfield. Go back and look at the play calling from last night. There was a lot of, straight up route running out of running backs. There was a lot of chip blocks, right? Like hit the defensive end, come off his, his outside shoulder, get out to the flats and be available. And while they may not have been used as much as you'd like, Chuba Barber did get six targets. He had three catches. Honestly, probably should have had five out of those six be complete. Uh, I, I agree with you. I think you're spot on, but this is more, I know Chuba Hubbard can be better than that. I know that he can play a bigger role. And if you are Ben McAdoo and Matt Rule, you got to hope that Chuba Hubbard can step up and answer that bell because it gives you options and it lets you take a little bit of the workload off of Christian McCaffrey. And, and I think I don't think I can understate how important it is to have the ability to use Christian McCaffrey as a decoy as much as you use him as an actual ball carrier, you know, we've mentioned it before. I want McCaffrey to be used for the Panthers this year because of the injury rate, the way that the saints used to use Reggie Bush, man, he might, might touch the ball three out of 10 plays that he's out there on the field, but you better have one of your better players on him. Even if he's not getting the rock, because if you don't and he does get it, he's a pay dirt threat every single time. But in order for that to happen, Lonzo, we've got to be able to trust Chuba Hubbard to make those plays.